You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. NFL Week 3 Sauce Pod Pick'em. I am on my own without Mr. Joey Coffee today. He's at a punk concert, rock on with his girlfriend. He did send in his picks. As we mentioned on our Instagram story the other day, we do have my blood brother, Mr. Manzel, Nick Carnavali on the show today to show his skills in the uh, in the NFL pick'em game. How we doing, bud? Oh, we're living life sitting on a porch here on the good old street of Park Ave of Rochester, so really really thinking hard about who I'm picking. Didn't have a good week in the betting uh, realm last week, that's for sure. So looking to make a comeback with these picks. And I know for a fact that Joey Coffey's picks are brutal. So, Yes. Well, he did have a decent week last week, 10 and 6. He's 17 and 15 overall. I went 12 and 4 last week on these picks. I'm 22 and 10. So already five games up on Joey after two weeks. Feeling good. He took some chances last week. I know he didn't want to take. And uh, it paid off in my favor. So um, you uh, just to give you guys an update, uh, I believe Chris Daly went 10 and six last week. I think Torsha was 500 week one. So you go in that 10 and six realm, you'll be up in up in the playoffs. That's that's probably a good record. Um, to have, but we'll see. I don't want. Who knows? We got a lot of weeks. We got an extra week this year. NFL is very weird this year. I don't know. I Very weird. Fa- I, fans are back. Things are changing. A lot of new quarterbacks, a lot of new faces, some injuries already, tons of injuries, actually. So um, it's going to be a, going to be an interesting week. Uh, before we get into it, for those that are listening for the first time, we do just straight up picks. I'll mention betting lines just in case for those of you at home want to want to put your bets in legally and responsibly. And I know Nick, uh, Nick likes to throw some of those picks out there. As always, disclaimer for me. I cannot and do not bet on the NFL now that I'm working for um, or under the umbrella, rather, of the Miami Dolphins. So uh, Nick's, Nick's squad, no less. And we'll get into whatever the heck that was last week for the Dolphins versus the Bills. But yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. We're going to kick it off, though, bud. Thursday night football. We're recording on a Wednesday night. So by the time you guys are listening, Thursday night football will be right about happening. We have uh, the 2-0 and Panthers. At the Houston Texans, at the time recording, Panthers minus eight, over under 43. Is Sam Darnold good, Nick, first of all? And second of all, give us your pick. Is Sam Darnold good? I mean, you know, he's still young. We got to give him that. He's on a new team, learning a new offense, and look at what he's done already. I wouldn't say he's there yet. I wouldn't say he's bad, and I wouldn't say he's, you know, a bust. I think he still just has a lot to learn from switching to a new offense. Um, and if they just keep the tide rolling, trusting in Christian McCaffrey, they could, they're they're going to blow the Texans out of the water. I think the Texans, you know, just had that first game, obviously just a hot start, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't think the Texans are good enough one to stop Christian McCaffrey and two, if Stan, Sam Darnold is able to play to the best of his abilities, they're just going to attack him through the air too. Um, I just think the Texans are, an all-around trash team. Um, I believe they're before the season started. I think their wins for the season. I, I want to say was that like six, maybe six and a half. And watching them play last week, I I don't know. It's Tyrod Taylor's hurt. It's 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 game over. Panthers all the way. Yeah, Joey's going Carolina, and I'm going to go Carolina as well. Not much more to say on this. I did have Houston Week One against Jacksonville as that pick. They took advantage of whatever play calling Urban Meyer's calling, which I think we'll get into in the Jacksonville portion of the segment, but I'm going to go Carolina as well. I think Darnold looks surprisingly good, has weapons finally for the first time in his career. And when you got run CMC back there, I think it takes a lot of stress off the quarterback. So I've uh, got Carolina across the board. All right. We got football team. I believe Heineke still playing QB unless Fitzmagic's yeah. back. He had, a, in my opinion, in his standards, a great game last week against the giants going to Buffalo Bills are a nine-point favorite over under 45 and a half. Joey has uh, Buffalo here. Okay. I'm going to have Buffalo as well. Uh, I think they looked like a wagon last week. I know Tua got hurt and whatnot, but that was an angry, angry Bills team coming off that week one loss. Sure. And I think football team has potential. I don't think their defense is playing up to what people think. Um, and you never know with 
with how Heineke can be streaky. He is a backup ultimately and in going into Buffalo. That's going to be a pissed off fan base looking for, for some revenge on, on their, their home loss week one. So I'm going Buffalo as well. Yeah, no, going off what you said, you know, they're not thinking that the Washington defense is, is what it is. Um, I, I'm going to go with the bills, but I do think like you also said that the Redskins do have the potential, you know, and I do think they have the potential to win the game. If that front seven shuts down Josh Allen and makes him panic, I mean, they could really do anything. Um, obviously the question mark of Heineken at, um, you know, the quarterback spot. I mean, he's played hard. He's played what he's done, what he had to do. And that's kind of what they're looking for him to do is just be that person, um, you know, that can make plays when needed. Um, and then, I mean, scary Terry is a whole different story. He's a, he's a different breed of a receiver. Um, so if he stays healthy, you know, they will be just fine. I, like I said, the bills are going to win the game. Um, but the Redskins do have that potential if their defense has a big breakout game. Um, you know, and their offense does what it needs to do. Yeah, if the Bills start off one and two with two home losses, that'd be yeah, – That'd be crazy. That'd be bad. Bad, bad, bad. But you just look at the Redskins' front seven and, like, if you can't block, I mean, you can't really win a football game. So, yeah, and that's what happened with the Dolphins. So, we'll get to that later, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Chicago headed to Cleveland. Browns are minus seven. There was a little scare last week with – Baker trying to make that tackle. I don't know what that was. That tackle he tried to make off the interception. Yeah, Arm almost got bad. sent to the third row. So Baker, maybe just don't try and do that again because the Browns need you. Uh, then I think we have Justin Fields recently named the starter yep. for Chicago this week. Struggled last week, thrown into the fire. I mean, I'm sure you got to be ready regardless, but it's a tough situation for any quarterback to just be tossed in there. Um, so we'll see what he does with a week of, of practice as the starter. Um, Browns are minus seven over under 46. Uh, we'll go with Joey Coffey's pick first. He is going with Cleveland at home, and we'll go back to you, Nick, for yours. <clears throat> I am also going to go with Cleveland at home. Um, once again, the Bears have that potential to win, but you have a brand-new quarterback of Justin Fields. Now, I would love to say that, hey, oh, my God, he's going to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. Um, but it is this is his first game starting in a real NFL game when all the lights are on him and everyone is expecting big things. Um, so the nerves are going to be there for him. He's playing a pretty damn good defense. Um, like once again, if that front seven gets pressure on him, Justin Fields can panic. Uh, I mean, he can run with his legs, but panic will set in. Um, and just with the Browns being home, I mean, your first, your, your first game in the NFL realm and you gotta, you gotta go away to the Browns. Um, so I, like I said, the potential's there. I just don't see, um, you know, the Bears coming out on top in the end, though. Yeah, I, do, gonna... I wouldn't mind the, you know, Bears plus seven doesn't sound too bad. I don't think it'll be a blowout. Um, you know, if the Bears can make it a game, it could be pretty close. But I honestly like the Bears plus seven. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Cleveland as well. Uh, I do, I do want to see a little more from Justin Fields before I put my trust in him. I think Cleveland's a complete team. Um, that, that backfield they have – I'm I'm in love with Nick Chubb and obviously having Kareem Hunt there is a beast as well. But Chubb's a machine, um, and I think they can they can exploit the 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 defense of of Chicago. And I think Miles Garrett and Co can get after Justin yeah. Fields and to your and point make a, him make him uncomfortable and see if they can make plays. Too. I feel like they're going to put pressure on him early. Yeah, I do. Maybe a second thought if this wasn't Chicago, but it's not. Um, so I'm not going to overthink this one. I'm going to go with Cleveland. Uh, we got Baltimore, one and one, heading to zero and two. Detroit, uh, Detroit, you know, came tried to come back against San Fran week one. They played a feisty first half, maybe two and a half quarters versus the Packers before just being the, the way the Lions are. They are seven and a half point dogs at home, over under fifty. Uh, Joey Coffey going with the chalk here again. Baltimore, I'm gonna go with Baltimore as well. I don't think Lamar's gonna let the Lions get to him. That's a big – my only worry is it's a thing in the NFL, like these 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 Super Bowl-esque games for a specific yeah. team. That was the Ravens' quote-unquote Super Bowl, I guess you can call right. it for regular season, to beat the Chiefs, Lamar's first time in his career beating them. And coming off of that to play a dumpster fire squad like the Lions does worry me about a letdown spot. Um, yeah. I know the Lions play hard, 
but eventually playing hard is just not enough when your talent is not there. And I think that's what we saw, I mean, right. early on versus San Fran and then late against the Packers. So it's going to be an absolute task for them to stop Lamar, regardless of what anyone thinks about how weird his weapons are. And I don't think he has many weapons, but um, right. playing on that turf in a, in a, in a controlled environment in Detroit, like their fan base doesn't worry me about Lamar. And I think, He's too determined, in my opinion, to have this letdown spot. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Baltimore here. Yeah, and dude, it's just a pure confidence thing. Like they, they just came off beating the Chiefs. Like Lamar's feeling good. Their defense is feeling good. Um, now, if Jared Goff, you know, does what he did last week, throws a couple touchdown passes, you know, the the Lions do have two solid running backs, and they use them in a good rotation. Um, so like keeping them healthy, keeping them, you know, up to date on just everything from like a hydration standpoint and an endurance standpoint. So they have a good rotation going almost like the Browns. Um, so I don't know, I, I am going with the Ravens, but once again, I just feel like with the NFL being so weird this year and just so many different spots of players, um, I feel like it's going to go down to depth and who's, you know, better in shape. Um, so, you know, if they get the, if they get swift active um you know he could do really anything um and then get jared goff he's not the worst quarterback ever he doesn't make the best decisions but he can still throw the football i mean he was throwing the football 50 plus times a game for the rams so um definitely going with the ravens but once again lines there's there's that potential for sure weird like weird spots so far in these couple games where you could see you could see this upsets happening if favorite heavy favorite team does not perform. Um, right. So it is the NFL. Anyone's beatable. All right. Individual matchup. The 0-2 Colts going to the Titans. Titans coming off a crazy win in Seattle. Uh, Titans are minus five and a half over under 48. Colts may be without Carson Wentz. It seems like from what he said out of his own mouth that it's a little more serious than he thinks it is. Um, it just... At this point, that must be Carson Wentz's career. His body control is clearly not there. He, he, the way he just flails around, like every time there's a collapsing pocket, or anytime he leaves the pocket, I just like, oh my God, like bless him. Please, please bless him because he just does not know how to go down, how to just take a normal sack. Like it's injuries are a given for him. Right. Um, and this is another possible letdown spot, in my opinion, for the Titans because that's a massive win in the 12th man going to Seattle there. And again, they shouldn't have won. They were down two touchdowns, went to overtime. Um, and I mean, ultimately that, that's a big win. I'm not the biggest proponent of um, Titans coach um, in the way he handles games. Uh, their defense is complete dog sheet. Uh, if Carson Wentz plays, he's not playing bro. He's not playing. I was. I'm gonna go Colts if he plays. Sprained both of his ankles. There's. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Titans here, only because Carson Wentz isn't playing. I would have picked the upset if Carson Wentz was playing. Um, but I'm gonna go Tennessee, and so is uh, Joey Coffee. Dude, I mean, like, I like Carson Wentz as a person, and like he was fun to watch, you know, on the Eagles. But at some point, you just have to realize you got to hang it up. I mean, the guy's luck is terrible. His, he's always getting hurt. And I don't know, the last – his injury, that was just such a Carson Wentz injury. Getting both of his ankles just bent. Like, that's just Carson Wentz. Become a coach. You know, hang him up. Become a coach. You're just going to keep getting hurt. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm going with the Titans. Um, I feel like that last game was kind of like a wake-up call for them. Well, actually, the, their first loss of the season was a wake-up call. Um, and I feel like – Last week against Seattle was also a wake-up call. Like, holy shit, like, we could actually do this. Um, they know, and everyone else knows, that their defense isn't the best looking um, and sometimes kind of scary, uh, to be honest with you. Um, just a lot of blown coverages and not knowing, you know, what they're doing. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry's a beast. They have Julio. They have A.J. Brown. Um, so it just comes down to can they, you know, execute the plays that are written up for the two receivers and, you know, just get Derrick Henry going. Um, if Derrick Henry gets shut down like he did in the first game, you know, the Tennessee has a problem. Like, they have trouble, you know, pushing the ball down the field because if Derrick Henry is getting shut down, then there's only one thing, and they have to pass. Um, so we'll, we'll see, but definitely going, you know, with the Titans in this one. 
Yeah, Henry snapped. I know you made a trade uh, in your yeah, fantasy league. <laughs> Derek Henry for Tyler Lockett straight up. Both had great weeks, but Derek Henry definitely was angry at you for that trade because he went off for like 50 yeah, he plus went in fantasy. Berserk. Yeah. Like Julio looked, Julio looked great too for Tennessee. AJ Brown dropped like half a dozen balls. So I don't yeah, think that, it's that was thing. I brought that up to because Steve is a big um Tennessee fan and he's like, dude, what is going on with AJ Brown? He's dropping balls left and right. Yeah. Um he'll fix that. He'll get out, he'll hop in the jugs all week. He'll be fine. Um right. but yeah, I did I did make that trade. I got a got a lot of shit for it. But hey, you know what? It's fantasy and you gotta do some crazy stuff sometimes. And more power to you. I'm not one to talk in the fantasy world. I don't uh, fare too well. So, uh, all right. Chiefs at home versus the Chargers. Minus six and a half over under 55 and a half. Very high. Volatile game. It's looking like you got the Chargers coming off a, a tough home loss against Dallas. Yep. Um, I did have Dallas last week in the pick uh, I thought it would be like a Dallas home game in LA, which it was because the Chargers fan base isn't that big. Right. Angry, angry, angry Chiefs team, I'm sure, coming home off that Baltimore loss. Uh, I, I do think the Chargers are in a much a much better coach team this year without Anthony Lynn at the helm. Uh, but I, I I can't, like, take the Chiefs to lose here two weeks in a row. Uh, again, similar to the Seattle blowing their lead, I don't think that the Chiefs should have blown their lead. I know Mahomes had that crazy pick. It was, like, his first pick in his entire career in the month of September. So... Definitely a fluky loss for them, but hey, that's that's what happens when you play Lamar Jackson. The game's never over, and you can't take yourself to gas. Right. But I'm gonna go Chiefs here solely off an angry, angry spot, and that's that's at home, and that place is gonna be rocking. Um, and they're gonna do their best to shut down that that potent Chargers offense. No, for sure. Um, and I'm going with the Chiefs not simply because I don't think that the Chargers can't beat the Chiefs. Um, it's just the fact that they're, you know, they still have a sophomore. Um, quarterback coming in i mean he's only been there for two years still once again learning the offense learning how to make reads learning how to check down learning how to audible all these different types of things and going into kansas city like that's not an easy task and i just feel although like they've had you know some pretty big games um from like a passing standpoint the last two games uh i just feel like the click isn't there like the explosiveness to get in the end zone um i i don't know what um Herbert's stat was, you know, for passing yards, but he only threw one touchdown. Um, and for an offense like that, you have to score, I would say, the majority of your, your plays off of, you know, passing touchdowns. Um, I think – I know Mike Williams played a big role last week. I feel like he's going to continue to play a big role just because of how good Keenan Allen is and how many times he's targeted throughout the game. Um, and with Mike Williams being as big as he is, he has that explosiveness – um, you know, where he could jump 10 yards away from the end zone and score. Um, so I think I wish the, the Chiefs would lose. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but you know, who knows? Two solid receivers, a solid running back, and a, a pretty dang good young quarterback for the Chargers. I wouldn't count them out, you know, too much. All right. Joey's also going to go Kansas City here. So we're uh, we're all even through all these picks so far. The first Dude, six games, just, I don't know. A lot of I, chalk. I, I, each one of these games, I'm, I'm telling you, something weird is going on in the NFL this year. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. We got James, famous Jameis and the Saints headed to New England to face Mac Jones and the Pats. The Pats are minus three, over under 41 and a half. So expecting a low scoring one. Saints blew up week one offensively last week. Did not do so. Jameis was making some Jameis-esque decisions. So it's good to see that the LASIK eye surgery did not affect his uh decision-making skills at times um i'm unsure i'll go with joey's pick first he's gonna go with new england nick i'm a little unsure here i think i know how i want but i want to hear your take and see if i can uh yeah you swayed it all um so this is this is a difficult one because you don't have um you know two top-notch teams um, I mean, Bill Belichick's defense, I don't know if this is just Zach Wilson having a really, really bad game. I mean, he didn't have a lot of blocking. I saw some uh, film posted on Twitter um, just of how atrocious the Jets blocking was, but Bill Belichick's still a mastermind from the defensive standpoint. And I think he could just, you know, shut them down. But then again, hey, you know what? Jameis just came off a really bad game. He, Like you said, his, 
did his Jameis-esque throws. The LASIK surgery obviously didn't work. My man's grinding in the film room. He wants to beat Bill Belichick so bad. He's just that type of person. He has that type of personality. Um, I love the Saints plus three, and I also think they're going to win the football game. I would. I mean, why wouldn't you want to take the Saints plus the points whenever they're plus the points? Um, so I would definitely so take, them take them plus three, um, and then I also would take them straight up. We lose some connection. Did I freeze or did you freeze? You froze. I froze? Yeah. All right. Yeah, kept freezing. You keep freezing, dude. But I believe you said you would like to Did I freeze again. We're going back and forth on the freeze mode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want the Saints, you said? Yeah, I think I said Saints plus three um, and then Saints straight up. Did you get my analogies, though? <laughs> All right, so Saints are going to win. You're freezing so bad, Frank. All right, we had a little technical difficulty. Sorry, folks. Not, it might have been my connection, which is weird. doesn't usually happen, but Nick does have the Saints. Um, I don't think – I mean, Mac Jones and Jameis have a similar situation. Like, I don't think they're the strongest quarterback play. I mean, if Mac Jones is going to throw like that, like – they're going to have to hand the ball to Damian Harris a lot. It's going to be a very, very well-coached game. Two great coaches. Belichick does a great job of taking away the best asset on other teams. Can he handle Kamara? I don't know. But also, can Mac Jones perform against a great Sean Payton defense? I want to believe this that Belichick can take away Kamara here. Um, but I, I'm also going to go with the Saints here on the road. Not a popular pick, I don't think, to, to take a team over the Pats at home. Um, but I do think people are going to be off of the off of the Saints after their struggle last week, and they're going to be a little bit falsely impressed with the Pats game last week. So I'm with you, Nikki boy. I'm going to go with the Saints as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we have the Falcons 0-2 going to the Giants 0-2. This could be our stinker of the week, as we always like to point out. Giants are minus three. Can't I mean you can't believe you're, they're favorited. I know the Falcons have been struggling, but I mean they've opened up two tough games. I feel like uh, over under 48. Joey definitely does not like the Giants one bit, as he's talked about in the last couple weeks of the podcast. Not a fan of Daniel Jones. I'm not. I don't think Daniel Jones is good either. But him and Corey and I had an argument about how I think Daniel Jones does show spurts of being a good quarterback. But similar to Carson Wentz, his body awareness in the field is out of whack as well and just flails around. Um, I'm going to go with the Falcons here on the road. I, I, whatever Cordell Patterson is doing, keep feeding that man the football because his receiver running back flex position that I have in fantasy, it's, it's kind of cool to watch. And, I mean, I'll, I'll take Matt Ryan to hopefully go in here to the Giants and, like, get a win on the board for the Falcons over trusting Daniel Jones, um, even though he does have some weapons and whatnot. But I'm going to go with uh, – ATL here. So that's Joey and I going back-to-back -back games after the first six or seven straight together. We're going to go back New Orleans. He's going to New England. I'm going to Atlanta. He's going to Giants. I'm sorry. I'm going to Atlanta. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm so wrong. He's going to Atlanta too. So forget what I just said. Both going to Atlanta. <laughs> go ahead, Nick. I'm shot. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, it's really, I'm going with the, the Falcons. Um, I know I had Matt Ryan as a fantasy quarterback. I don't know if it was last year or the year before that um but he wasn't the best fantasy quarterback obviously but he wasn't he was he was good he was he wasn't mediocre he wasn't bad um reason being because he always has those games i would say at least four to five of those games where he just goes off throws for like 370 or 400 yards with three touchdowns and i just think like you said the two games they had were two tough games to start the season and I think they're just going to come out firing all cylinders and he's going to have a three touchdown, 350 plus yard football game. Um, and I know, you know, Russell Gage was a big fantasy player coming into the season and like, you know, a main component of their offense. We obviously haven't seen too much from him. Um, I also haven't seen what I want to see from Calvin Ridley. We know it's early in the season um, and, you know, they'll just get better, but I feel like it's going to be a big passing game. Um, we're finally going to see what both Russell and Calvin could do as like a combined unit. All right. 
Definitely have some weapons on both sides of the receiving cores here. Uh, next game, Cincinnati in division matchup headed to the Steelers. Steelers minus three and a half, low over under at 44. Uh, Joey Coffey is going to be going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Um, I'm a little uncertain here. I don't like the way the Steelers offense looks. Big Ben just does not have it anymore, in my opinion. They have weapons for sure in the receiving core. Young Najee at running back. Um, I think the, there was concern about how Joe Burrow would come out this season. I think he looks fine with the way with the way um, he's playing on his leg. Their offensive line definitely concerns me uh, with with this potent Steelers defense. But if Watt is still hurt, and I think Devin Bush and one other, like I know they're banged up. They're not full strength um, over there in Pittsburgh. And I'm gonna go out on the. Mm, Ah, I'm going to go out on the the limb here and take the Bengals, I think. Uh, I'm I'm not the most confident in it, but also I think this is a a situation where the Steelers' offense does not scare me enough to say, oh, dude, lock, lock at home, pissed off Steelers team. Like, they didn't show me enough last week, and they showed me they were able to get scored on and not do a lot of scoring. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna go with the Bengals upset pick here. I think they're gonna be motivated to play. I, I sure hope they are. This is a big game for them. Um, and and I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Yeah. Um. I honestly kind of like the Bengals too because Big Ben is playing banged up. Um. I was watching ESPN today. I think they were talking. Is it his shoulder? I think they were talking. Oh, Big Ben's about whole body's always hurt. Um. So there's something going on with him, and he already sucks at throwing the football. Um. So I feel like, one, if they don't get the ball in the air, they're going to lose. And, two, if their offensive line doesn't perform, Najee Harris cannot do anything. You need a good offensive line to run the football, just like you need a good offensive line to pass the ball. Um, And then if Big Ben goes down, who's their backup? Dwayne Haskins? That ain't looking too good either. Um, He hasn't proved anything. Um, So I would – I'm going with the Bengals. Joey B is definitely, you know, ready to air it out to Mr. Chase. Um. And I just think they're going to have a great game. And I think Big Ben might come out and Dwayne Stinky Haskin has to go in and he's going to throw three seconds. <laughs> that would be crazy. I don't know. Is Mason Rudolph still there or is Dwayne the backup? Um, Dwayne, I don't know. Honestly. Either way. I either way, none of them scare me. I know that Dwayne didn't put, wasn't suited. I don't know if it was the first or second game. One of the games he did not suit up. Um, so I don't, it could be Mason Rudolph for their backup. All right. Next game, Cardinals going to Jacksonville, seven and a half point favorites over under 52. Uh, um, I don't know if we need much analysis here. Yeah. I'm going with Kyler Murray. He's a beast. They're, they're I love looking him. good. They're looking good. That's a big win at home. A lot, a lot of people in uh, Vegas were on the uh, the Vikings. I mean, plus four, they ended up covering, but that's a, that's a big, big win that I don't think the Cardinals would have won last year. Um, they look more disciplined. I wouldn't say like fully a great disciplined team, but they looked powerful on offense. And if that defense can can just play somewhat okay, I don't think Urban Meyer's offense and and or Trevor Lawrence's early struggles are going to affect the game here. So I think we're all going AZ here. Yeah, all the way. Cool. All, way. all right. Uh, Denver at home versus the stinky, stinky Jets. The Broncos 10 and a half point favorites. Over 41 and a half. If Matt or if um Zach Wilson plays anything like last week, I don't know how the Jets even put points on the board here. I'm gonna yeah. go Denver. They look great, not only defensively, but Teddy is just playing great. The offensive weapons they have are, in my opinion, one of the most underrated weapons in the league. Cortland Sutton absolutely snapped last week for like a buck sixty. Um, and, and as a receiver. Um, and I'm gonna go with Denver at home. That's gonna be a rowdy place. Chance to go three, you know. I don't know the last time Denver was three and zero, but um, I don't think this is a a scare tactic here. Maybe maybe, maybe the the survivor pick of the week for those that are in survivor pools. Yeah, no, I'm going Denver too. Mile high city, you know. Jets aren't Jets aren't ready for it, and neither is Zach Wilson. Yeah, uh, Joey's going Denver as well. So yeah, back to back, somebody easy ones. Analogy on that straight Denver all the way. Okay, this is a big one. Dolphins. Headed to Las Vegas in the Death Star. Raiders are four-point favorites over under 45 and a half. Nick, I'll let you go first. Joey is taking Vegas at home. 
right. I'd love to hear your, your analysis on, on your Dolphins. Do we think Tua's healthy? What the hell happened last week, even without Tua? First home game in Miami did not look not look like that place was rowdy. Tons of Bills fans showed up. Tons of them. Could be Ricky Barnes' fault. The Miami Dolphins lost. I think he sold like over 100 Bills tickets by himself. Uh, great salesman. Shout out Ricky Barton. Does a great job leading the uh, the, the Miami Dolphins sales team. But um, there, was, there was too much Bills, Bills blue uh, in, in those stands last week. But I uh, would love to hear your take on your Dolphins as they travel to the West Coast. Yeah, so myself and Samir, we obviously both like the Dolphins, and we there was only one conversation, and it is the Dolphin, Dolphins' offensive line. It, it they look terrible. They can't block. Um, no wonder two is hurt. He has fractured ribs, so he will not be playing. And Jacoby Brissett is no better. You can't win without an offensive line when they're getting through like that. And the Bills played bad. And you, the best thing about it is the Bills fans are actually that was a, it. That was an ugly game. Ugly game. Josh yeah. Allen acknowledged it. I haven't seen one Bills fan, you know, pleased with their performance, anything of that nature. Yes, it was 35 nothing, But I'm telling you, dude, if the Dolphins don't figure out their offensive line, they are going to be bottom-tier football team. Our defense is doing everything in their power getting picks, forcing fumbles, stuffing people, getting turnovers. And we cannot put up a single point in a football game. Now, the Bills' defense is good, don't get me wrong. But with Jalen Waddell, and I know Devontae Parker, I haven't been too pleased with his play because he's dropped, you know, a bunch of balls, one in the end zone. Actually, yeah, one in the end zone, which could have been a touchdown, maybe changed, you know, the mojo of the game because it was only 14 nothing at that point. Um, you know, but with a healthy Devontae Parker and if he's playing good, um, you know, they could be the end. You have Miles Gaskin. You can't forget about Miles Gaskin. Um, he's just as much a receiver as he is a running back, catching balls out of the backfield. Um, but we just got to figure out how we are going to use these athletes when our offensive line is not producing. Um, so I don't know if that's quick, quick, quick routes, checkdowns, what have you, draws, but we got to figure something out. Um, because last I'm the reason we lost is the offensive line. There's no doubt about it. Although our defense gave up 35 points, I still believe that they played, you know, to the best of their abilities and they did. Um, but we, we got to figure it out. We got to put on, we got to put up some points. Um, but I am also, I'm going to go my dolphins on this one. I just, cause I have to, I have to. Can't, wow. Can't, you don't have to do anything. No, I have to, I can't disrespect the dolphins. You know, it'll get me excited for the game. You know, that I picked them. Um, you know, I, I just can't go against my Dolphins. Would I like to pick Vegas? Yeah, but we're going Dolphins. All right. I'm also going to go Vegas. I know it's hard to pick against the organization. And when the Dolphins play well, organization's happy, despite being on the F1 side of things, still matters when the Dolphins win. Um, but I'm going to go Vegas as well. I'm a big believer in momentum. Big Mo is on the Raiders' side. Chance to go 3-0 and with a lot of um, turmoil from a media standpoint, at least coming into this season is Derek Carr on the hot seat is Gruden on the hot seat. I don't, I don't trust Gruden's play calling at times and his um, ability to manage the clock, but Derek Carr has looked strong. Um, he threw some dimes last week, the big one to Henry Ruggs, the touchdown I and mean, Waller's getting targeted like 30 times a game. Yeah, that's I crazy. know Josh Jacobs is banged up, but that's why they did go out and get Kenyon Drake who, you can say what you want about him, but he's much more than a serviceable backup running back or, or two-headed, you know, tandem with Josh Jacobs. Their defense looks strong. That place is going to be rocking. And I, I just, from what I saw from Dolphins, that offensive line is so important. Bad, and so bad. Especially if Brissett's playing quarterback. I'm still not, like, the strongest to a believer, regardless of his injury or not. But I just, I cannot go against the Raiders in this situation where they have opportunity to go three and zero for the first time at home, similar to the Broncos. I don't know the last time either of these teams have been three and zero, but um, I'm going to go Raiders here. You know, it's hard going back to the Brown situation. Like we judge all these young quarterbacks, like so early on, like, Oh, they're going to be a bust. Oh, we don't believe in them. But that's what we all said about Baker Mayfield for how many years. And now look at him, you know, like he's doing as much as he can and he's, he's kind of killing it. Um, so it's just weird. You know how we always say it. We were talking about that the other day. I was like, that's honestly true. Like we, no one believed in Baker. Everyone thought, you know, he was going to fail. Just another Browns quarterback coming in lasting a year and he'll be gone. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I am still, 
I don't have my full trust in Tua. Um, I feel like he still has a lot to figure out and a lot to learn. It's just how fast he can do that um, and just adapt to, you know, everything that's going on around him. Um, and the offensive line, like you said, it's just not helping him out. I mean, it's just not. Despite so. that, you're going fins. You're sticking to the fins. Yeah, screw All right. It. All right. All right, game of the week here. Tampa Bay and the Bucks headed to Los Angeles to beautiful brand-new SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams. The Bucks opened up plus one. They are now to minus one, minus one and a half. Some places over under 55 and a half. Uh, Joey Coffey is going to go with the Rams here. Um, obviously, he's not here to give his explanation on these picks. I am going to go Tampa Bay. Um, it's it's going to be a, a toss-up, in my opinion. I'm going to go against Joey here to try and pick up another another game on him. The, the Bucks look like a wagon from top to bottom. Um, it's going to be another well-coached game with Arians versus McVay. Uh, I do think uh, the, the the Rams defense is looking, I want to call it shaky, but not like that shutdown, shutdown Rams defense that um, we've, we've come to, to, to know. Um, it's going to be, again, game of the week, and it's hard. Uh, Matty Stafford, Tom Brady, like, there's not much more that you can ask for him, two, two seasoned vets. I know the Rams are on a mission this year with a new quarterback. Um, but I'm gonna go with with the Bucks here to, to go three and zero. Maybe the unpopular pick, but uh, it's 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 too big of a game for me to not to not take Tom Brady here. He's gonna be locked in as he always is, um, and and he's playing. I mean, what's he got nine touchdowns through two games? He's the oldest quarterback yeah. ever to have that by like six years. Like prime. It's it's unbelievable. There's there's nothing you can say bad about him anymore, whether you hate him or love him. Like you have to just at this point appreciate the moment of greatness while he's still around and. This could be another big, big win notch on his belt. So I'm going with TB. Yeah, dude. I I mean, 55 and a half. Yes, they both have very dominant offenses. Um, but their defenses are so good. And it's gonna be such a good game. Like I feel like 55 and under 55 and a half could be a lock. <laughs> I don't I think it's that, that again, for a reason, though. Everyone's thinking, why is this so high? Their defenses are so good, it should be low, but like. There is so much potency on both sides of the offense. I know, dude. They could put up 35 points each, and now look at you. You're stressed. Um, from, like, who am I going to pick? I don't know. I was thinking about this game even before we started this uh, episode. Um, I was like, dude, I, we get to Tampa and L.A. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, they're just both that good. I'm going to go Tampa. And it's simply just because of Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, he needs I to be mean, you, look, you watch his, you watch what he did last year. Nothing special. Two games. How many touchdowns does he have? Four or three? Uh, yeah, I think he has three. He had two last. Did he have oh, two in week one? He definitely had two play. last week. He's I got three or four. Play. Rob Gronkowski has four touchdowns. He has two touchdowns in the, each of the last two games. He doesn't, he doesn't even study the playbook. My man said, I just run by people. <laughs> he's that good, and he's still that good. Um, and they still have Mike Evans. They still have Chris Godwin. Um, no Antonio Brown this week, but they still have weapons. Chris Godwin, I would say his over receptions would be a bet I would take. He's going to get targeted a lot. Um, so is Mike Evans, but I feel like Mike Evans just has, you know, the last – the end of last season and then the beginning of this season, I feel like he's just been very quiet. Um, but that's just the type of player he is. He's the captain for a reason. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Tampa. All right. So Nick and I on Tampa, Joey on the Rams, another mis- mismatch between Joey and I. Hopefully I pick up one here. All right, three to go. Another good game. Even though the Vikings are 0-2, the Seahawks are coming to town. Um, Vikings are two and a half point dogs at home. Another high over under at 55 and a half. The Vikings spent millions and millions and millions of dollars on their defense in this off season. You know, coach Zimmer was not happy with the way the defense played last year. They haven't showed anything again this year. I know they played a very, very potent offense last week in the Cardinals. Um, but losing to Cincinnati and giving up 27 points in week one is not something that you like to see, especially off Joe Burrow's injury here. Uh, Joey is going to go with Seattle. Nikki, what, uh, what's your thoughts before I give my two cents? Uh, I think I'm going with Seattle. Um, and reason being is because I feel like they have a plan 
with what they do with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. And what I mean by that is, okay, you see Tyler Lockett have two blow-up games, two crazy, a crazy start to the season for him. I feel like they're not going to change the playbook too much and how they run their plays. I just feel like they're going to use Tyler Lockett more in motion like he's been doing because that's obviously when he's the most, most lethal. When he's running, doing that motion and kicking out and either crossing the field or going up, you know, the hash. Um, I feel like DK Metcalf's going to have a big game. Tyler Lockett's going to be more so um, not a decoy. Obviously, he's going to get his own. Um, you know, he'll have what it would say six receptions for 95 yards, maybe a, maybe a TD. Um, I just feel like DK is going to have a bigger game um, just because I feel like they're going to shift things up a little bit just because Tyler Lockett's been so on um, and the defense is going to be focused, you know, hey, how do we stop Tyler Lockett? But how do we stop DK Metcalf at the same time? Um, and then Chris Carson, you know, I, I haven't been um, too upset with his play either. You know, I feel like he's a good option to go to when they need him, um, but definitely go in Seattle on this one. Hmm. This one's a tough one for me. When I say that minus two spread on the road, I think pub, the public's like, oh my God, Seahawks, that's it. Minus two. After yeah, I know. Supposed to win last week. Like, Maybe are they only minus game. two? You know, in Minnesota. And that that does worry me. Despite the Vikings losing the last two weeks and their defense looking abysmal again, they had opportunities to win both of those games. They started out up, what, 17 or 14 on, on the road in Arizona. And they they should have beaten Cincinnati, but lost lost that heartbreaker. So it's it's going to be hard for me to, to really pick this one. And trust me, dude, when I, I, I don't know, I just feel like they're going to do something different with Tyler Lockett and how they use them. And I, I mean, everyone knows that I trade Tyler Lockett away for Derrick Henry. I want Tyler Lockett to go off again. I just don't obviously think he's going to have the game, the first two games he's had. Um, Cause that's what yeah. they're planning for all week in the film room is how do we stop Tyler Lockett? But wait, we can't forget about DK Metcalf. And then the Seahawks are going, okay, well let's use Tyler, um, Tyler Lockett in motion. Let's get him running around the field. Um, that way we can open it up for DK, although he may be getting double team, but it's all about where are those rubs being made across the middle of the field? How are we crossing the two, you know, quick routes, deep routes, all those different types of things that I feel like the Seattle's got a better game plan going in um, than the Vikings. Yeah, this, in my opinion, this is a really big game for the Vikings. I think they see their division may or may not be wide open because right. yeah, the Bears stink, Detroit stinks, the, the, the jury's still out on the Packers despite their big second half last week after a stinker in week one. Like This is a big game for them at home to, to, to get a W and go one and two and avoid that 0-3 trap that no one wants to be in. Um, and I think Coach Zimmer's talk to this team this week like listen like we had opportunities to win we, we we were winning last game and we should have won game one as well like they could just as easily be 2-0 and as they are 0-2 and, and I'm gonna go with the Vikings here because I think this is gonna be a playoff game atmosphere in Minnesota that place is loud I understand what you're saying I think again this is another coin flip similar to Tampa and the Bucks but this Vikings team needs this win so bad Seahawks playing the way they played in the second half yesterday, blowing that lead. I don't like the way that's trending to go on the road now to a very rowdy Minnesota um, stadium. So I'm going to go with, with the small upset pick here with, with Minnesota and, and trust that coach Zimmer can get, can get his boys going. Uh, he, by the way, one of the most profitable, I think he might be the most profitable against the spread coach to bet on in all of all of the NFL history. It's crazy. No one knows that, but he's very good against the spread and I, He's got they gotta do something this week. They got they gotta get it done. You uh you brought up the Titans. You should have saw me. I was like the first half watching Derrick Henry run, I was like, yes, yes, he's gonna stink this year. He's gonna stink this year. He can't run. Their offensive line stinks, and then look what he did. Yeah. That's funny. Should be should be a good one. All right, two to go. My Packers are headed to San Fran. They're uh San Fran is three and a half point favorites at home. <laughs> 48 and a half point over under this one worries me joey's gonna go green bay um again this is not one of like all the public's like how are the packers three and a half point dogs four and eyes are so banged up blah 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 ah uh, aaron Rodgers' record away from home is not good in his career and i will stand by i'll sit here as aaron Rodgers' truth there and be like listen like he's a he's a home quarterback and there's no doubt about it he's like right around 500 on the road his, his record at home is astronomically good but like on the road he's not that good um, I cannot in my right mind take 
the Niners in this game. Rodgers is a Cali kid whenever he plays Niners. I know they got blown out in that semifinal game um, a couple of years ago when the Niners went to the Super Bowl, but he's a Cali kid. The Niners are the team that he always, he has to circle on his calendar because they're the ones that skipped over him for Alex Smith back in the draft. You know, it seems like what, 17 years ago at this point. Um, They came out strong in the second half. I, I think they can take advantage of a, a banged up Niners team. It does worry me that Niners are this this much of a favorite at home. Like the public is going to probably be on the Packers, and that does worry me from a from a uh, gambling standpoint because like Vegas does know things, and there's a reason that they have them at minus three and a half. Um, going to check on where the public money is really quick here. Oh, it's not up not up yet, but yeah, I'm I'm going to go with my Packers here. Similar to you with your Dolphins, like it's just hard to hard to pick against them when you oh, think yes. they can they can get it done. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Green Bay. Um, I'm going Green Bay too. I'm going. I'm up not that to, confident. So for what it's worth, I feel very confident about them for a couple of reasons. One, we all love a story behind you know a great game and a great season. And obviously, I personally didn't know about Aaron Jones's dad um, and that necklace, like everything, the meaning behind the season to Aaron Jones. And with the type of person that uh, Devontae Adams is, the type of person that Aaron Rodgers is, and I feel like just the Green Bay Packers organization as a whole is going to form around the energy that Aaron Jones is giving off. I, dude, I feel like they could have – like this could be a historical season for them. I, the, I don't know. I just feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to be in his bag the rest of the season. He's not happy how he was playing. Devontae Adams is pissed off. Aaron Jones has – you know, that fuel behind them. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like Packers are going to cruise through the season. Now, I don't know about, you know, what, if they ever get to the Super Bowl or what would happen to the Super Bowl. I feel like they're going to have a historical season and, you know, they're going to start clicking real soon and it's going to be bad for the teams that they play. I sure hope so because they have a tough schedule, but I, 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 I will die on my hill with how – annoyed I am with how the media is portraying Aaron Rodgers and how he's not ready. Oh, to I know dude, he and threw I was his saying, hair out and like, I was, was saying missing the, the off season. But... He didn't show up. Like if Tom Brady did that same thing or like Peyton Manning in his prime did that right. same thing or Drew Brees in his prime did the same thing. Like they wouldn't be saying that it's because of all this media turmoil of Rodgers over the past two years. And it's the Jordan love draft. Like, Aaron Rodgers' tune and tone never changes. If you listen to him on Pat McAfee every single Tuesday, they had him on last year during this season. They went 13 and three. They have him on every every year this year. He has always been this relaxed. Joe Cool can come off as just like I don't really care, but will always perform. And that's like that's what I hang my hat on with him. And I die on the hill. And it like continues to happen. Like last week, like oh my god, like he doesn't care, doesn't care. Dude comes out and absolutely snaps last week. So like. I'm a big sift through the media guy as much as I can because I think they, they're, that their job is to, to yep. create storylines and narratives yep. and clickbait. But in this situation, like, I, I, if, I'm, if, I, if I'm a player on the Packers and I happen to look at this the Vegas line for what I mean, does obviously matter. Like, the team's got to play. Like, I'm pissed off that we're yep. dogs at home versus this banged up 2 0 49ers team with Jimmy G playing or maybe Trey Lance. I don't even know their quarterback situation. Seems like a Jimmy G right now, but like, they needed to, to focus on Jay Alexander stopping or containing Debo um, Shanahan scheme. I'm a big fan of he I love so Debo. much motion. I have no idea where they're running the ball. So like that scares me a lot, especially with the middle, the middle of the defense. I don't think the Packers have, um, but I, I'm, uh, I'm somewhat confident that they're going to pull this one off. And that's what I think um, going back to the CL game. That's what I feel like um, they're going to do with Tyler Lockett is do what they do with Debo Samuel and San Fran, do what they do with their other receivers in San Fran, constantly moving them. Like you said, you can't tell which way they're going. Um, it's going to be a really good game. I just feel like the Packers have that spark and there's a fire lit um, under Aaron Rodgers' ass. Like he realized what was going on in the first game. He's like, holy shit, like it's game time. The season's back. Like I got to wake up or it's going to be a long season. Um, and I think, you know, on uh, Monday night, uh, against the Lions, he he came out of his shell, and I think he's going to continue with it. For sure. All right, final game, big one in the NFC Beast Division. Philly, Philly, one and one, headed to the one and one Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys minus four, over under 51 and a half. You know there's no way Joey Coffey is picking against his Philadelphia Eagles here, despite their poor showing, poor, poor, poor showing in their home opener. 
versus the San Francisco 49ers. Dallas, massive win on the road last week against that potent, or we think a potent Chargers offense, held the 14 points, played very, very hard against Tampa Bay in week one. I do think they get it done here again. Eagles banged up on the defensive side of the ball. I know Brandon Graham's done maybe for the year. They're without a couple other guys. Andrew Fox is blowing up in our group chat. He's not happy. Malcolm's not happy. Joey Coffey's not happy. That group chat is blowing up all day of Eagles hates. Um, you know, the fans are not happy. I'm not sure how Sirianni is the play caller yet. Dallas has an opportunity to really get a stronghold on this division early on um, in the season here, barring that the Bills went over football team to get that early in the division. I think Dak's playing great football. They have a two-headed monster at running back with Zeke and Tony Pollard. Pollard looks arguably more explosive than Zeke, if not definitely more explosive. You got CeeDee Lamb playing well. Amari Cooper had a great first game. And if that defense actually is, is okay, um, just, I mean, it's hard to stop Tampa Bay. But, like, again, that's a, that's a, big, that's a big win last week. I think they carried over at home. The Jerry Dome is going to be rocking. And, and Jalen Hurts is a big, big-time player, in my opinion. I think you know, I have all the respect in the world for him. But I just don't think they're going to be able to, to stop to yeah. stop Dallas. Maybe I'm being too, too like surface level, but like, I just don't see a situation here where the Eagles can go in and get this win. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Everything you said. I mean, that's probably what I would say too. Um, I just feel like the Cowboys just have an all around better team at this point in the season, not saying the Eagles can't get there. Hey, cause any team really could. Uh, but I just think right now they're, they they're also a piss team and they also want to prove themselves and Dak's comeback season and doing what he's already doing. I mean, he's only going to get better. So definitely go with the Cowboys. All right. That's all we got today. Nikki boy. Thanks for your time. We got a big week this is week three teams starting to come to form. A lot of injuries again. I got him five games up on Joey coffee. Would love that. Got a couple big games here that are flip flops between him and I, I wish he was here to, uh, to give his Philly Dallas analysis and just trash his team. Maybe we'll have to get a little snippet in and see if he could post it on the gram or something like that to get his take on that game specifically. But um, week three is here. We'll be back on uh, Sunday for the regularly scheduled program. We'll make sure to post the picks on uh, the gram and Twitter so everyone can see what uh, Nikki C is is picking here and see if he can uh, take over the stronghold of of the one seed this early on in the year. Um, Other than that, Nick, you got any closing remarks? Um, no, I don't got really anything, you know, just really hoping the Dolphins can figure it out, but I don't think that's going to happen. They're poop. <laughs> Steve Zicardo setting. Hello. Hello. Hey, Tank. <laughs> hey, bud. All right. Well, we love you all. Thanks for listening. We just passed surpassed the 13,000 listener mark, despite taking the month of August basically off for me to get moved and settled into to Miami. So thank you all for listening, continuing to, to share, subscribe, like, and, and, and tune what we got going on here. Um, see you Sunday, and as always, take it easy, man. Take it easy. You are listening to the Sunday Sauce Podcast.